welcome to Prospect Sports Weekly, an episode that I wasn't here for just last week, but now I'm back. And I've missed every single one of you. It's so good to see you guys again. Thank you, Barrett. Did you guys miss me? A little bit. Yes. Thank you, guys. Yes, of course, I'm here with my co-host, Jake Turbins, and Prospect High School Girls Basketball Coach, Coach Marie Miller. But now we are joined by Prospect Girls Basketball Player, Ellen Sherwood. Ellen, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I mean, I'm just checking how you're doing because last... Your last game against Rolling Meadows, that mm-hmm. one was a nail-biter. Yes, that was. Very stressful. Wow. I mean, it just, um, it was always back and forth. I mean, you guys went, after the first quarter, you know, they were up 22-16, I think. Mm-hmm. And then you guys end up tying it up going in the second half. And then that third quarter, it's just kind of a back and forth, 45-45, until the end, where it was ending around 68-67, was that the final score? I- 58, 58, yeah. 57, yeah. that's worth, all by 10. Yeah. I mean, what does it feel like to play in a game that's just that neck and neck? Um, it was exciting. You know, we, anytime we've kind of uh, talked about viewing every MSL game now from the from here on out as our own MSL championship. Um, you know, we want every single MSL win that we can get. We want every win we can get. Uh, but MSL, you know, just holds something special. And our goal now is to finish 5-5. Five and five. And we'll see Meadows again in a week. He'll come here. And, um, you know, we'll be ready for him. It'll be just as intense. It'll be just as exciting, hopefully. Um, but it was a good testament to the players that were out there that we were able to finish a game. And we were all just so determined to win that game. Um, it was our second win in the MSL. And afterwards, it felt like we won the NCAA championship. I mean, we were all screaming in the locker room, even – Yesterday, Summer and I in the hallway, we were still so happy from that win. So hopefully we just keep that going. I mean, yeah, we definitely saw the determination. I definitely saw that in the second quarter. I mean, you guys held Meadows to just six points in that quarter. So when they scored 22 in the first, what defensive adjustments did you make going into the next quarter? Um, so we started out in a zone, uh, our 2-3, two, two, uh, sorry, our 2-3 defense. And, you know, what they were, they were attacking it with um, – the offensive set they were attacking with, we kind of had to move more to like a 1-3-1. And that's not something we've really practiced in a while. But um, with the incredible communication, not just the five players on the floor, but the other ten that were on the bench, I mean, we were able to really play the best team defense I think we've played in a long time. Because everybody was communicating, everybody was aware of their role. Uh, and again, the determination was very evident. Trey, we got anything to add to that one? Uh, not really. No, it was just a really good game overall. I mean, I do love a good defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, communication's key. I mean, that's what we've always talked about on this show, Miller. Mm-hmm. And that's why I miss this show so much. It's just so good. It's just so good having these conversations. It's also so cool just sitting in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, I mean, they were probably, Meadows was probably one of the top guys in the MSL East, in an impressive MSL East. Mm-hmm. But now, going forward, you guys are going to be going against Wheeling here mm-hmm. at Prospect. A 10-day hiatus. Welcome back, Dr. George Gannis. Yeah, thank you. Yes. I mean, so um, they, however, are not at the same level as Meadows. And I I think with a record of 4-21, and I can say that with confidence. You know, yeah, you can say that with confidence. But also, you know, you can't take any team lightly. Uh, anybody, any game is winnable for any team. And it, a lot of it does come down to who wants it more, who's giving more effort and energy. And you can't take anybody for granted. Um, you know, Wheeling is a really... Discipline program, they play really hard, and nobody just wants to lose. So they're going to come in here fighting, wanting an MSL win. We want another MSL win, so we just have to be a little bit more selfish than they are. 
And was that the mindset going into the Meadows game? Because like I said, that was intense. I mean, such a nail-biter watching that one. I don't know, how do you keep yourself so composed standing on the sideline when that's going on? That's very kind of you to say that I'm composed. <laughs> I think it's fair to... You are. I think I'm composed saying. is a fair word to say. Well, I think, you know, especially, you know, if I... if So, for example, if I were a lunatic and um, <laughs> losing my mind and pulling my hair out, my players would look to me and be like, oh, if she's freaking out, then I'm going to freak out too. I mean, you have to, you know, there's that, like, protective instinct too that comes through. I want my players to be able to look at me and know that I'm confident in them and what they can do so they're confident in themselves as well. Would you say that's true, Ellen? Yes. I, it definitely helps when um, if we're on defense and we're getting tired, you know, the coaches and the whole bench is like, keep going, like you only have a couple more minutes left, and they're definitely really positive and supportive. I mean, don't you also have to set an example like that? Because you are working on a team that is very underclass and dominated. So as a senior player, mm -hmm. I mean, you got to be probably one of the leaders on this team yeah. and helping everybody out, right? Mm -hmm. I try not to, re to react if um, I get a foul or if the ref makes a bad call because I don't want to set a bad example for the underclassmen. Leave that to us. We'll, <laughs> we'll cuss those guys out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The parents <laughs> got that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I love so as you said, you're gonna you have to be the subs. You have to be the more determined team mm -hmm. going into Wheeling because, mm -hmm. like, let's face it, MSL East is cutthroat this year. Mm -hmm. Oh man! So with such a with that competitive mindset, I mean, what can we see from that play? What is going to be the star component of a competitive Prospect Girls basketball? Team basketball, both offensively and defensively. Um, you know, we're doing a great job of sharing the ball, being unselfish at the right times, being a little bit more selfish at the right times as well. Um, but, you know, where we get energized is definitely our work on defense. And we're trying to focus on all that hard work and enjoying all that hard work that we do on defense and actually capitalizing and converting it offensively. So as exciting as it is to get a steal, exciting as it is to get everything, we don't necessarily, the ball's not going to explode if we don't do something with it immediately. We can take a little air out of it, we can move things around, and we work for something good. So as unselfish as we want to be as teammates, we almost want to be a little bit more selfish as a team and only take shots that are going to be effective and high percentage and good and the ones that we want to be taking. Well, I think that's great. I do wish you guys all the best luck going up against Wheeling here at George Gaddis. We will be here rooting you on. Senior and night. Yes. yes, that's senior night? Yeah. Senior night. Oh, yeah. Really? Day. How's that feeling, Ellen? I, it's bittersweet. Considering, oh. Well, because a couple weeks ago, the coaches and I, like, we had our mid-season meetings, and we were just talking about making the most of the few weeks I have left of basketball, so it's kind of sad. <laughs> Yeah, and I I got to, I coached this class when they were mm -hmm. freshmen too, so it's it's fun. Uh, I can't believe they're seniors. I don't know Either. prospect without them. So. That's too emotional. For yeah, the show. come yeah. on, guys. Yeah, it'll be a good day, but it, all good emotions because hopefully you know as a group they as a whole you know regardless on records or playing time or whatever the case is, hopefully they can look back on it and be like, wow, I, I'm really really grateful I was able to spend four years in high school playing with some of my closest friends. Yeah, that's beautiful. Are you gonna miss me on journalism, senior night turpins? Are you gonna miss me? No. Oh, it hurts me deep to my core. It's okay. We'll miss you. But no, oh, thank you so You're welcome. Thank you guys for coming on the show. It's always great talking to you, Miller. It was great to have you here, Ellen. Thank you for Amazing. Me. Please stay tuned if you're still watching as Rick Lytle and Cameron Sullivan are coming on with prospect boys basketball coach John Camardella and player Chase Larson. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.
Patterson, head coach John Camardella. Thank you guys for coming in this morning. Yeah, yeah. Good morning. Nice to be back. Uh-huh. All right, starting with Hersey, you guys got a definitive win at home. How'd that feel? Felt great. I mean, we really needed it. Um, we got to win every game in the East if we want to play in an East title. So, I mean, that one was huge, especially to get one at home. And in that um, 57 to 44 win, you guys out rebounded Hersey 32 to 20. How were you guys so dominant on the boards? I really think that was our first game where we really focused on getting like every rebound possible. So we just tried to out bully them. And, I mean, it worked. Was it just a mentality thing, or was it doing anything like technically different? No, just mentality. I mean, I, I don't think we really locked in on rebounding enough earlier in the season. So that game, we just really focused on getting every board. I mean, and we did. We dominated that. And I, I would also throw in that the there's so many moving pieces to a varsity basketball game. And, you know, this this team in particular has started to recognize that in, in one possession, you could be asked to run a specific play <laughs> from a specific position. You know, have to read the defense, have to hit a shot, have to make a pass. And then based on what happens there, have to – crash the glass, get back on defense, recognize who you're guarding, guard them according to the scout, recognize the play they're in, and then crash the glass again while communicating. So if you think of it that way, you know, Chase will sit here and, and say it's mentality. We know how much pressure we put on our guys. And we know the level of expectations. Um, and I think that game Thursday night was just, it was an indication of what's possible of what, you know, Chase and his teammates, Chase was outstanding on the offensive glass. You know, Brian Deeney had 15 boards. And I think what, what really is critical as we, we go into February here this Saturday, uh, that we realize that we have a capacity that we always want to try and, and work towards uh, and not leave things that are in our control not addressed. Definitely. And then, Chase, you had a great game against Hersey of 11 points, 6 rebounds, and you also played pretty good against Glenbrook South of 7 points. How did it feel, um, um, how did it feel having such a good game, and how do you can, want to continue that going into Rolling Meadows? Well, I came off a few pretty rough games, so that Hersey game really boosted the confidence a lot. And Glenbrook South, I mean, all around it wasn't a great game for our team, but I mean, I didn't think I played, personally, I didn't think I played horrible. But as a team, we can still get better, and I think this Meadows game's massive. Like, we have to win this game. You know, if we lose it, I mean, now we're just looking at a regional, we're not even looking at any other East games, really. We're just kind of looking at seeding. seeding. So, I mean... Yeah, we just need it bad. I think this will be a huge confidence booster for our squad, too, especially because we lost such a close one to them earlier. And if we get this one, that can roll right into next week's game, right, against BJ? Yeah. yeah so. All right. And then, yeah, just what I was about to say, so you guys played Meadows down to the wire last game. What adjustments kind of need to be made this game, playing them again, what have you seen on film, yeah. that type of thing? Our, our big thing is, you know, so as we're looking at the rest of the East, so we do go – at Meadows, and then home against Elk Grove, then at BG, and then home against Wheeling. So we've got four left, and you know, we're within a game at Meadows. And so, you know, we thought we did pretty well. You know, we got into that double digit deficit, which unfortunately, in these games were both early in the season. And against both Buffalo Grove and Meadows, who are the two ahead of us in the East, you know, we put ourselves in a double digit deficit. And, and we're able to work ourselves out of both of those deficits, but spend so much energy coming back. So for us, it's about maintaining consistency. Uh, again, we, we've gone through a lot of shot charts and we've, we've looked at where their guys are getting shots from. We did that yesterday in film. 
just to try and give us small advantages of, of our guys chasing his teammates to be able to recognize who's where on the floor, where are guys getting the majority of their shots, how are they getting their shots. You're never going to stop you know, a guy like Max Christie, but the hope is, is to contain him and make him work for everything that he's trying to get. All right, yeah, Chase, you guarded Max a lot of last game. We talked about that after that game, how you guys contained Max pretty well, but then it's just their outside guys were knocking down shots. Is it going to be a similar strategy this game, or what adjustments, Chase, do you want to make guarding him or overall as a team defensively? I mean, guarding him, it's just so tough because he can do everything, unlike a lot of other guys. Because most other guys in MSL are more one-dimensional than Max is, where Max, I mean, obviously he can do it all. He's a five-star, so... Really guarding him is just trying to contain what he can do. I mean, I thought I didn't I thought I didn't play horrible defense against him the last time we played, but I mean he's gonna do what Max does. He had hit almost every shot. I think he hit one from near half court at the end of the first quarter. So I mean when you have a guy like that, the best thing you can do is just contain him. And I think our all around, we just have, I mean, just can't let him shoot, let their other guys shoot, because that's really how they won the game last time, is that all their outside guys were hitting shots and you know that lifted them. The, the other thing I'll tell is what we've done, especially in this new year, um, for our team and for our players, is we've, we've tried to shift a little bit to instead of like an external scorecard, if this makes sense, looking only at stats, is, is more to, to an internal scorecard. Is that, yes, we're going on the road to Meadows tonight, one of the best rivalry games in the MSL. But on the flip side, is, is showing our guys how they can control what's in their control. And so, for example, we played Glenbrook South on Tuesday, and I went back offensively and charted every single possession and showed them the trends of the type of shot, either great, good, or poor, that we were getting, whether or not we scored. And then they could start to recognize when we're coming off a turnover, we need a great possession, not another turnover or a rushed shot. Right? If we score, let's try and build on that score and not just get loose and take a, an off-balanced fadeaway or a contested layup. Right? So it's, it's helping our players see patterns. That way we can hold ourselves to the highest standard. We think if we do that, we have a great shot against any team we play. Yeah, I think this game is more about us. I mean, a lot of people are... I mean, I've had kids in the hallway ask me, like, oh, how are you going to stop Max? How are you going to stop Max? But really, it's about... It's about us as a team because I think if we come out and do our business and play well and play together, I think we'll win this game. Um, and yeah, I guess going back to the Glenbrook South loss, uh, loss you guys um, had a really good like, start of the game and a really good end of the game. But, like, How do you want to kind of work on that consistency throughout? That's I mean, what you guys were just talking about. Yeah, yeah, just sort of that. I mean, for me, I just want to be a coach. And, and that's what we say. I want our guys constantly feeling challenged, um, but on the flip side, feeling supported, right? I mean, I, Chase is, I think, barely scratching the surface of the type of player he can be. And I look at all of our players that way, right? And I look at these guys and I realize that they're 16, 17, some are 18 years old. Like, they're just beginning to understand the type of basketball player they can become. And so to try and, and keep pushing them without making them think we've, we've lost confidence. If anything, we're coaching them this hard because we have so much confidence and, that, and we realize that we still have so much more room for growth. In the Glenbrook South game, it's, there's a reason we schedule these. Right? And I say that a lot. We don't have to schedule these non-conference games. We can schedule whomever we want. You know? But I know our guys want to play in these top games you know, against really quality state-ranked opponents. And it tells you right away where you're at and what you need to work on. Um, so that's what.
All right, and then last one. For like a long time, the East has kind of been your guys' to lose. Now it's BG's and Meadows' to lose. At the same time, we talked with Deanie last week about how hard it is to beat teams twice. How can you kind of use that again to your advantage against Meadows and then eventually against BG? I mean, for us, I think really it, it is hard to beat teams twice. So I think if we just come out hot, you know, because we didn't come out, like you said, we were down 10 and 12 points at the, at the end of the first quarter. So if we come out hot, I don't think they can stop us. Yeah, for me, it's consistency. Um, it's it's easy to do one thing really hard once. Um, it's really hard. You know, and I, I showed our guys, we had 59 possessions in the Glenbrook South game. Right? And so if you're looking at that, it's it's easy to have one great play or one great highlight, which I think, and I'll be honest, and this is me speaking, I sound a little old here, but... I think the, the trajectory of what basketball has become at times is let's put a highlight on social media. Let's get one cool highlight, and that makes you a great player. And that makes you a player that everybody will talk about. It's not about a highlight. Like, what are you going to be like over 59 possessions? What are you going to be like over 60 possessions? Right? And if we can get our guys to do that, which in the late January, early February in a conference game, that's where all of a sudden we can start talking about trying to be great. Um, and so that's what we're saying on it. We love highlights as much as anybody. Right? I, I love them. That's not how you win big conference games on the road. You need consistency. We got to come out hot. We got to stay hot. You know, that's what I've been telling our shooters my entire career is as long as you're taking the right shot in rhythm, you know, the only mindset I'll allow them is you're hot or about to get hot. Those are your two options. You hit a shot, you're hot. You miss it, you're about to get hot. Right, and I, I hope that consistency, that willingness to dig in each possession, that's, that's what I'm hoping uh, our guys are ready to do. And that's the, the role I need to serve tonight is make sure those guys are feeling that way. Yeah, and I guess that should be it. Thank you guys for coming in this morning. And yeah, thank, thank you, you thank you everyone for tuning in. And good luck tonight against Meadows at 730. And we'll see you guys next week. Appreciate it. Yep, thanks. Yep, thanks for coming. Don't run away.